Hi, welcome to another episode of Paul Tom Power, Power System Design's podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paul, and today I've got Mark Toth. He's the uh, business development manager at CADSoft. They make uh, software for uh, board design, which is actually becoming a really big issue lately. Isn't that uh, right, Mark? Welcome to the show. Thank you, Alex. Thank you. That's right. Um, you know, I would I would say more um, more critical than than just board design itself. I think uh, increasingly engineers are being faced with you know a plethora of problems um, that span the entire development chain. Certainly, circuit design being one of them. But uh, I think as you and I, as you and I both know, um, software software being another critical piece to electronic oh, yes. development. Um, so yeah, I, I'm this. Pleasure to be here today. Um, CADSoft is um, a small company that's doing big things, and uh, we're doing that on behalf of uh, of our, uh, our our parent company, Newark, here in the United States, and Premier Farnell globally, uh, of which we've been a part of for four years now. Really? Well, and you know that makes a lot of sense because um, if I'm a designer and I need something, one of the first things I need that I may not know—I mean, I may know how to lay out the circuit, but Form factors are becoming so, so critical. Materials costs are so critical. Just the right circuit design can save me millions or open up application spaces that I couldn't access before. True, true. Um, and again, you know, our, 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 our sweet spot, if you will, ha- has been, will, will continue to be um, prototyping. So helping, um, you know, helping engineers, helping our key customers get those, those first few units um, Designed, built, tested, and, and verified to ensure that they are they do meet you know specifications uh, is, is becoming an increasingly uh, more important part of our uh, of our daily jobs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, that makes all the sense in the world. Now, Mark, what, what what application spaces do you feel are extremely sensitive to circuit design issues, board design issues? Um. You know, I, it's it's typically been more in in the the you know higher end, higher speed. Um, you know, first let me step back and just say that that Eagle, um, which which has been around for for quite a long time, is is never going to be the um, compete at the highest end in terms of in terms of uh, of circuit design. Um, it, it, it does have the capability or capacity to design very large very large PCBs. Um, up to 16 layers, but um, Eagle will never have the you know the inherent native you know simulation or analysis tools that a lot of the higher end um, PCB design tools have. So uh, where you saw the majority of the uh, the majority of the complex designs, whether it be in networking, communications, mobile, um, you know, mill arrow. Um, are, are starting to, you know, we're starting to see them uh, across all of the, the development segments, and, and, you know, we're in there. We're each in, in each of those segments, from you know, auto to consumer, um, but more in the R&D space, more in the uh, in the labs and and in the prototype side. Got it. Got it. Well, that's a, that's a different facet entirely. I see where you're going with that. Um, there are different challenges involved on that side of the house. What would you say the challenges there are in the R&D side? Um, you know, there's, there's a couple of them, both, both business and technical. 
you know, from from the business end, you know, the 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 lab, you know, the R and D specialists or the or the technicians are looking for a cheap and easy tool that they can that they can buy that doesn't it may not necessarily have to conform to uh, to a corporate standard. They can buy it, get it in a lab, design a, a simple circuit to you know to prove an idea or to you know build the next widget. Um, you know, from a technology standpoint, it's got to be able to produce, you know, a standard layout, a standard uh, um, design file that they can get, they can get built relatively cheaply and easily, and they don't necessarily have to have, you know, 5,000 or 10,000 boards built. Uh, they only need five or ten boards. So, you know, that's an area where Eagle excels, and that's an area where, you know, CADSOFT and Newark excel as well. Um, we're working with a lot of our, a lot of our key customers who just want to have those, you know, one, three, five boards built and aren't able to rely on their, you know, their typical uh, contract manufacturers to do it at a, uh, at a, low, a low volume scale. Well, that makes all the sense in the world, Mark, uh, because that's a great demand as well because there's a tremendous amount of prototyping going on, especially as a lot of uh, engineers go off on their own and start smaller firms, not to mention the maker revolution where you have a lot of people from outside of the electronic engineering space who are coming into it and want to create product, even just basic product, just develop their designs, but don't have the know-how for that critical aspect of the system. You know that's that's a great point, Alex. Um, and and it, it allow me to just kind of um, you know say one one very neat thing about Eagle. Um, you know, Eagle has its roots in the makerspace. It was originally developed 25 years ago as more of a hobbyist or do-it-yourselfer tool, and, and it's and it's done quite well there. Uh, so that's where the majority of the awareness and, and interest lies. Um, it wasn't until more recently when it got uh, you know the, the the large you know commercial backing and and support um, from its parent company where where um, you know it's it's really taken off in the in the uh, you know in the um, in the corporate world or in the commercial world um, on the uh, on the the maker side I mean there's there's uh, there's projects that you're probably familiar with like from companies like Arduino. Um, Spark Fun. Uh, there's a really hot company there in, in your neck of the woods called uh, Adafruit. All of these companies chose Eagle to be their design platform or their design solution to to design and build their products with. So we're very proud and you know thankful for that, and that's really helped us grow as well. Well, you know, and that's very interesting, and you make an excellent point there as well. And to highlight both of our points, uh, one of the big things right now that I've seen lately in energy storage, which is the other big frontier. Uh, CUNY, City University of New York, has got a project going on in Upper Manhattan right now where they've got a couple of kilowatts worth of uh, zinc-based sealed batteries that are going through long, long-term, like multiple-year uh, deep-cycle tests because they've developed a, a method to prevent um, the dendrites from forming on the plates. And it was a chemist who's doing this. But it's you know when you think about it, a lot of these ideas are coming from outside of the electronic space. Well, you know, increasingly, I would say the the lines are are blurring between hobbyists and and you know uh, um, commercial design activity. You know, back to your your comment or the subject of of the maker the maker space, um, and and so we, I think Eagle or, or CadSoft is contributing to this is as much as. Um, those markets are, are contributing to our success in that 
um, you have a lot of folks who are, you know, who are doing things at home, whether it be an, an Arduino board or whether it be, um, you know, their own design. Um, they're taking that know-how or they're taking that, you know, that requirement for an easy and, and inexpensive tool uh, back into the office to say, hey, you know, I'd like to use this at work as well. Um, you know, I'll give right, you right, right. Well, if I may. If I may, though, Mark, what I was about to say is that, and the, but the interesting aspect about it, the entire test facility was powered with Arduino boards. Ah, okay, okay. That, that's, that's great. Um, that's very interesting. And that, that was the interesting aspect of it. Well, you know, speaking of, of, of test, um, you know, one of the, I guess, one of, one of the most uh, common application spaces for Eagle, again, because of its its low cost, uh, ease of use, um, our our customers um, test and validation. Um, all of our test engineers, mm-hmm. not all of our, but many of our customers' test engineering teams utilize Eagle to build their test fixtures. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now, what are some of the other um, advantages in using a system like Eagle in the development? Uh, what are, are there any benefits on the supply chain side? Does it help with your bomb? Does it help with uh, any of the other uh, aspects of uh, materials and or uh, product management? That's, that's a great question, Alex. Yeah, as a matter of fact, it does. Um, you know, you've got to give credit to Merkin uh, to, uh, and, and Premier Farnell. Um, they figured out a way to, you know, not only satisfy the, the, you know, design tool requirement of their customers, but they found a way to also um, address the overall development cycle or development time. So what they, what they did was they uh, integrated, I'll say integrated with air quotes, um, <laughs> the design tool, they integrated it into their components database. So imagine, if you will, you're laying out your board, you're in your design environment, and you're looking for that resistor or you're looking for that microcontroller. Um, you know, you click on your, you click on your, your, your component search, and it takes you virtually into the, the Newark Parts catalog where you can start searching by various criteria for the component that you need. Now, that's, mm-hmm. that's great. You know, that saves you, saves you some time. Um, secondly, uh, the, you know, w- one, of the, uh, one of the big investments of design teams is in, you know, library management. So you've got all these components coming in. I've got to create, you know, schematic symbols and footprints for these new components uh, Newark has taken that on, so as fast as we can, we're developing the libraries, the component libraries for Eagle. So you get the tool, but you know, in many cases, the libraries have already been built for you, so you don't have to do that. So while you're well, and the libraries are critical. Absolutely, that's what I'm saying. That's where a lot of the time is invested up front. So not only is is the the tool make a lot of sense, but you know, when the libraries have been built for you already, that's that's a no-brainer. Um, and then, of course, yeah, you finish laying out your board, you, you, you route, you know, you press, you know, bomb, and there you go. You've got your, your bill of materials. Um, you know, lastly, in terms of, you know, the, the supply chain integration, um, we've gone out and we've scoured the, the, the continent, and we've, we've identified a couple, of, uh, uh, a couple of PCB service providers uh, whose business aligned very, very well with ours. And in that, they are focused on low, low volume and high service. Now, like us, they can handle high volume, but their sweet spot is really, uh, you know, addressing, addressing those low quantity at a very fast pace. Um, so we've integrated those into Eagle as well. So, again, while you're, you're designing your board, you want to figure out how much it's going to cost to build it or if it, it, or if it can even be built. 
you can do that while you're in, in the design environment. Well, that makes a lot of sense as well because <laughs> sometimes you you have to really have to take a step back when you realize that you may have painted yourself into a corner with your design. Yep. Uh, are there any thoughts then you'd like to uh, leave our audience with before we close out this episode? No, I just you know I, I don't want to suggest that we're we're you know the the one tool for everyone, but again, our our roots are and continue to be very very deep and wide in in the the hobbyist and do-it-yourself segment. Um, we're doing really, really well in, in, uh, in, in the EDU or the, the academic world. Uh, I can't name a um, – there's a long list of really prestigious universities we're doing, we're doing work with right now. And, of course, mm-hmm. you know, the commercial, commercial sp- space has been huge for us. Um, you know, uh, unlike the industry worldwide, e- the EDA industry is growing at about uh, 9 or 10% annually. We're probably growing about three or four x that. Um, of course, it's easy to grow a. a but um, you know, if you want to learn more about the technology, um, you know, our website here in the US, CADSoftUSA.com, and you want to you want to see what others are saying it saying about it. Um, element fourteen, Element14.com, is the uh, the virtual online community of development engineers uh, worldwide, element14.com, and there's a huge CADSoft forum in there as well. Right, and they can get all kind, help to all kinds of issues. They can ask questions and talk to other engineers as well there, correct? Absolutely. Excellent. Well, hey, Mark, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. Uh, you know, as we were talking, board design, whether it's for the commercial side or the development side, is a critical issue, and it's really good to know that there are uh, good tools and people and services out there providing solutions for everybody. Thank you, Alex. And I'd like to thank everybody out there in the audience for taking the time to be with us. We wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paltz for Paltz on Power. Have a great day. <laughs>